It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Wednesday, November 1st, and we're talking at Nationals baseball today with our good friend Jamal Collier, Nationals reporter for MLB.com. Jamal, we thank you so much for the time as always, and uh, since we last spoke, uh, the Nationals have a new skipper uh, replacing the departed Dusty Baker following two seasons. It is going to be Dave Martinez leading the team uh, into 2018 and beyond. He was given to some people's surprise, many people's I would even say, a three-year contract, uh, something that was not given uh, to Dusty Baker or Davey Johnson or Matt Williams, uh, but uh, Martinez does secure that's a third year. Want to get your take uh, on the hiring just from a perspective from the the Nationals fan base because we talked about this a week or two ago, whether the Nationals were going to go the route of a guy that had never managed before or a guy that did have managing experience. They obviously go the route of a guy that has never managed a day in the major leagues before in Dave Martinez, but he is so well regarded and so highly respected. I don't think there's been a lot of uh, dissent or a lot of controversy about the hire. Is that kind of the feeling you're getting from the Nationals fan base about this hire? Yeah, I think that, you know, that last point you made there is kind of the, the big key that even though Dave Martinez doesn't have any managerial experience, he's so kind of highly regarded just throughout baseball and throughout baseball circles for the uh, his time under Joe Madden as a former player. Uh, right now, the hire checks out pretty pretty well across baseball because of a guy, Dave Martinez, so everybody thought was next in line to get his shot or one of the managers was next in line to get his shot like a guy like or and such. Uh, so the Nats are, are, are going with him. And, Jamal, what would you say, you know, you brought up uh, his playing career, a a lengthy playing career of 16 years, I believe. He's been Joe Madden's right-hand man for so long, both in Tampa Bay and Chicago, you know, winning a championship in 2016. Beyond that, though, what is it that perhaps separated him from other guys that the Nationals interviewed that that did have that invaluable managing experience, but it was, you know, determining factor that they still like Martinez more? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, one of the things that also I thought was most interesting that jumped out in the press release they sent out, uh, they had a quote from Mike Rizzo, and it kind of said that they, they felt Dave was the right guy for a couple of reasons, and one of them was communication with players, uh, which is something that also Dusty was kind of thought to be a strength of. Um, but one of the other ones I thought was just his uh, background in analytics. And, of course, Leonard and Joe Madden, who's obviously highly regarded uh, just kind of with his decision-making, I think that they felt that, that you know, there's maybe opposition to Dusty. You know, Dave is a guy who's, who's been trained and does it is familiar with these the, the kind of new uh you know analytics or numbers or whatever you want to say it is to, to uh as far as getting teams over the top and i think that they uh want a guy with that kind of background and his decision making so he can make you know calls or make uh decisions you know based in some of these uh numbers and some of these kind of front office uh some of the analytics that front offices are incorporating more and more um and i think they wanted somebody probably to be a little bit more familiar with all that so I think that that might be a, a, a kind of a uh, something that put Dave over the, over the edge over, over some of the other managers. Uh, and again, it's it's also tough because you know he might be familiar with it, has a background in it, but he hasn't really uh, been out there and managing in, in those kind of situations. So you're just not entirely sure exactly 
uh, what he's going to do when it's kind of under pressure, under fire. But I think that that was kind of a big thing that kind of helped him put over the top is that they liked the familiarity he had uh, with analytics. Jamal, was Dave Martinez considered the front runner heading into this whole process, or is this something of a, of a slight upset that he was the choice as opposed to other guys that Mike Rizzo perhaps had in mind? No, I think pretty early on he kind of emerged as the front runner. I think that, uh, you know, going into it, they, 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 they honestly, you look at it, they didn't interview a whole, whole lot of candidates, uh, probably about three or four guys here, really, Kevin Long and uh, John Farrell being the other two guys. Um, and so, I mean, really, Dave, because he's been familiar with the organization before. He's a guy who they've interviewed before for this job. Uh, I think that that kind of helped him. But I think just also when you just looked at the assistants and the timing also was tough. They didn't have a chance to really make a run at Alex Cora or uh, some of the other candidates that got hired. But um, I think that, that Dave emerged pretty early as a guy that they liked and it was a favorite, and they kind of got this done relatively quickly. It's only a 10-day search, uh, you know, when it was all said and done. But, yeah, I think that Dave was uh, uh, the, the favorite for the job early on, and he kind of they went out and, and, like you said, extended beyond their usual – uh, commitment to make sure they got their guy. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's going to be a very loaded, talented, yet playoff frustrated Nationals team that Dave Martinez inherits here for the 2018 season. And uh, regarding that, Jamal, when you look at the Nats in 2018, what would you say right now heading into the offseason is the biggest area of need? And then to address that need, how do the Nats go about it? Uh, do they eyeball a trade, pluck a free agent? Do they uh, do something with a guy in the minors that might be ready to step up to the show? Uh, how do you think they do that? Yeah, I think on one hand, the the, you know, the good news for the Nats is that they don't—they're not losing a whole lot. Look at their basically their entire team is coming back uh, for, for next season. A lot of their most of their, all their starters pretty much, and, and their starting pitchers in the back end of their bullpen. Um, the one thing that I look at is, is really the catcher spot. They probably got the lowest production out of catch. They got—they definitely got the lowest production out of catchers uh, throughout the major leagues. Um, and how they go about upgrading, or do they decide to go about upgrading that? I think it's going to be the biggest key because you have Matt Weeders. He's got a player option for next year that he seems almost certain to. To exercise and, and do they continue to, to make Matt Wieters the starter? Uh, do they supplement him with playing time with a guy like Pedro Severino or Roddy Reed, which are two of their catching prospects? Um, or do they decide to, to go a different route and say that we're not entirely sure we can count on Matt Wieters for much, uh, despite the fact that they're going to be paying him you know, 10 or $11 million? Do they decide to go out and explore the, the free agent pool? It's, it's, it's kind of hit or miss right now as far as catchers, and catchers in general is kind of a tough uh, position offensively to, to really upgrade and, and across the majors. There's just so few good catchers, um, but you might be able to have a guy like JT Real Muto or through a trade through from the Marlins or someone like that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Do they decide to explore catching help? And if they do, are they going to try to sign somebody or will they try to make a trade to really uh, get a surefire, surefire catcher, at least a guy who's got a, more of a track record of hitting? Um, but that would be the big glaring weakness for them is that they were just catchers really just did not hit last year. And how they go about addressing that will be pretty intriguing for me. And, uh, Jamal, on the flip side of things, what is the, the biggest thing that uh, Nats fans can feel good about heading into 2018 in terms of uh, a strength of this team? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just the, the fact that it, pretty much everybody's back. You look at the, the, the core of that lineup uh, is returning between uh, Bryce Harper and Ryan Zimmerman and Daniel Murphy, Rendon. Those guys will be back in the middle of the order. You'll have a, a guy like Trey Turner still at the top. You should add him with Adam Eves coming back from ACL surgery. Uh, really the only starter everyday player you're losing uh, is going to be Jason Worth. But you, with the emergence of Michael Taylor last year, um, you feel pretty good about your outfield. you got Victor Robles as well. So I think the depth and strength of this lineup still should be really, really good. Uh, they're returning all four of their top starters. 
They're going to have the, the guys in the back end of their bullpen with uh, Ryan Matson and Sean Doolittle kind of coming back too. So, you know, there's a lot of things to feel good about with this team. I think the biggest thing that I would look at is that pretty much this lineup, uh, one through eight, uh, is going to be there and can, should be as good, if not better, uh, next year. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Jamal, as we begin to wrap things up here, you can pretty much, you know, categorize any of the 30 big league teams one of five ways. You've got your rebuilding teams, uh, the non-contenders, then the wild card contenders, division title contenders, and ultimately a world title contender. This is something that we've uh, touched on in uh, in previous weeks when the Nats were undergoing their managerial search. And, you know, you said and I said that it was really World Series or bust for whoever the Nats hired heading into 2018. So with that said, is is anything less than a world title in Washington, D.C. this year going to be considered a failure of a season? Yeah, I mean, probably you know, just to look at just the expectations that they, they've kind of built them for themselves. Not only, like you said, with making a change in manager, but uh, the fact that they've been, to, you know, and they've been successful in the regular season now four times and haven't had any playoff success. I think the biggest key is, is is to not only get there, and I think even if you if you get a get past the first round and get to the, the LCS, I'm not sure if you lose there. It still feels like a much of a win. It's because of so many things that also are going to be uncertain after 2018. Uh, looking at Bryce Harper and, and, and Daniel Murphy and Gio Gonzalez and just some of the free agents guys that, that might hit the market. Um, that I think that it's, it's, it's going to be a really key year, and I think that it's fair to say that their aspirations are pretty much set on the World Series. Um, anything else from that is going to feel like a bit of a disappointment because they don't exactly know what uh, it comes next really after 2018. Yeah, absolutely. And Bryce Harper being the biggest uh, unknown there with uh, his free agency pending. So uh, Dave Martinez, uh, no pressure. Uh, it's a, yeah. a lot on his plate for 2018. And uh, maybe he is the man to get the Nats over that hump and at least uh, get this very talented team uh, to the World Series one year from now. Jamal Collier, great stuff as always. We'll do it again next week. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Washington Nationals.